Hello everybody and welcome back for another episode of Red Rum Mysteries. Tonight's episode is Season 1, Episode 20, Room 1046. Tonight's episode is also the season finale, but don't get upset as we'll be back with a brand new season in just a few weeks. I also want to take the time out again to welcome all my new listeners and to welcome back all of my returning listeners. Thank you, thank you so much for all of your continued support. Now, although although there won't be a new episode next week, there will be a bunch of big announcements being made pertaining to our show, so be sure to tune in. We'll also be announcing the official link to our support page as well as our VIP page, which gives you exclusive content all for a very affordable low monthly membership and we'll also be um introducing our donation page as well that'll just help with you know like setup materials mics and things like that so see you all then in the meantime let's begin tonight's episode i also just want to apologize in advance for the background noise you guys may hear that is the cicadas i'm not sure if you've heard it in a few of my episodes but i'm inside and they are very loud so this is the best i can do It was a cold day in January, the second to be exact, when a handsome young man checked into the President Hotel. The President Hotel was a well-known hotel in Kansas City, Missouri, known for some of their prestigious guests. One of those famous guests was even Frank Sinatra. Roland T. Owen checked in his room and guests remember him having a cauliflower ear and a terrible scar leaving them to assume he was perhaps even a boxer. Roland T. Owen would become very, very strange to the other guests during his stay, starting off with the fact that he had no suitcase and no luggage at all for that matter. A maid named Mary also said that when she went in to clean his room, she thought that he wasn't there until she saw him sitting on his bed with all of the lights off and just a little lamp on. Roland also just sat there the entire time she cleaned and he came off a bit nervous to her. Upon the maid's departure from the room, Roland asked her to leave his door unlocked as if he was waiting on someone to come. He also left with the door remaining unlocked. On the same night, Mary returned to Roland's room to check on things and when she opened his door, She found him lying on his bed with a note also laying next to him saying, Don, I will be back in 15 minutes. Wait. Who was this mysterious Don? No one had saw anyone enter or leave his room but Roland. Another day, the maid, Mary, entered Roland's room and heard him on the phone saying, No, Don, I don't want to eat. I am not hungry. I just had breakfast. No, I am not hungry. He also asked about longer-term reservations. On the next day, around 4, Mary asked Roland through his door if he wanted fresh towels, and a different voice from Roland's replied, No, which was pretty peculiar as she knew the room didn't have any towels in it. The guests from the room next door also remembered shouting coming from the room on the same night. A known prostitute that regularly frequented the hotel went to Roland's room for her client, 
but came out saying the client wasn't there. A city worker the same night also recounted seeing a man wearing only an undershirt, pants, and shoes run out in the street going on about how he would kill someone and he was also wounded. He would soon jump into a taxi never to be seen again. The next morning on January 4th, a woman named Della came in to work and got started making her wake-up calls to the guests. But when she called room 1046, she couldn't get an answer. So Della sent a bellboy up to ask the guests to hang up the phone. But when he knocked, the guest said to come in, but yet the door was still locked. So he told the guests through the door to hang up the phone and left. After the hotel staff realized the phone was still off the hook, another bellboy let himself into Roland's room with the key. He went in and hung up the phone himself, but recalled Roland being naked and alone in the dark, and he also didn't talk to him. Two hours later, a bellboy came up, unlocked the door, and found Owen bloodied and battered and on his hands and knees. Blood was also splattered all over the room and even in the bathroom. The bellboy went to get help and upon his arrival with another bellboy, found the door was now blocked as Owen's body had fallen directly in front of it. Owen eventually moved enough for them to gain entry into the room and soon they were able to get him onto the bed. A doctor was summoned and soon arrived to take Owen to the hospital. Owen had several life-threatening injuries, including a skull fracture and several stab wounds to the chest. He was then whisked away to the hospital, where he would soon die upon arrival, slipping into a coma. Now, it was very weird, as Owen had told the doctors no one had attacked him, and if someone had, how did they get into Owen's room as it was a locked hotel door? The coroner soon found out that Owen was attacked between 4 and 5 a.m., meaning that he was already wounded when the bellboy had went in to hang up the phone. After mass confusion and quite a bit of time, a year to be exact, had passed, it was discovered that Roland T. Owen was actually Artemis Ogletree. Artemis's identity was actually confirmed by his mother. Now, what was even stranger is that Artemis's mother, Ruby, had been receiving letters from Artemis after his death. How was that so? It was soon discovered by investigators that a man named Joseph Martin had been the letter writer, but this was only discovered after cops were investigating him already for yet another murder. The handwriting was a match, but even with this being so, the case was never solved and Joseph was never charged for it. Maybe this was just due to the time or lack of evidence. What do you guys think? Was it a random stranger? A lover's quarrel? Suicide? I wish we knew the answer. And with that being said, that's the end of this episode as well as the end of this first season of Red Rum Mysteries. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll be back very, very soon. So don't forget to stay safe and to stay vigilant, my friends. You never know, you could save a life.